In this episode, I'm continuing to offer you a non-personal perspective on memories. So having looked at using the MPA process to heal your painful memories last week, today we're switching our focus to those great memories that you have. Those memories are a goldmine, but so often, without realising it, you use them like a vault and lock away so much of your potential. So in this episode, I'm going to share how, with a little MPA, you can power up your positive memories to expand your happiness, open to greater abundance, and unleash your forgotten potential. So stay with me, and let's dive into Power Up Your Positive Memories with MPA. Welcome to the Be A Brilliant Human podcast with me, Joel Young. If you're looking to improve your life, to heal, to grow and mature as an individual, but maybe you found that some of the personal development and consciousness stuff has given you the impression that you need to be super serious and vigilant to get anywhere meaningful or feeling like maybe you're just not up to snuff. Well, this show is here to remind you of your humanity and in fact that that's where your true joy and brilliance lies. With over 25 years of experience in the transformation biz and having developed MPA, one of the world's simplest pressure-free approaches to growth and well-being, if I do say so myself, I'll be sharing tips, steps and insights that'll help you navigate all the aspects of life as a growth-seeking being. On this show, it comes to you with a good dose of humor, maybe a smattering of colorful language, a reminder not to take things so personally, and most importantly, to be kind to yourself along the way. Make sure you hit that follow button, and let's get into it. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Be A Brilliant Human podcast with me, Joel Young. I'm delighted that you're here, and we are at episode number 140. That means there's 139 previous episodes to go binge listening to. If you're new to the show, welcome, by the way, if you are. And it also means that the show notes, you can find those if you go to www.beabrillianthuman.com slash 140. So this is kind of a part two today, really. We looked at healing your history last week um, and at memories in general from a non-personal perspective. And um, by the way, if you're new here and you're going non-personal perspective, that's a curious term. What does that mean? And he says these words, NPA, well, letters, MPA, stands for non-personal awareness. What's he talking about? (laughs) Well, if you haven't already downloaded the MPA sheet, the MPA process, it's a simple way to stop taking things personally, but it goes so much deeper than that. And in fact, in these two episodes, I'm talking a little bit about how that operates in terms of expanding your understanding of non-personal awareness um, and the quantum physics of it all and all that kind of thing. So um, you can go and find the MPA sheet, which you can get for free. If you go to www.thenpaacademy.com and you'll see a quick start button at the top of the screen there, hit that and it will effortlessly take you to a place where if you give me your email and your name, I can send you the sheet. So you can then apply what you learned today in the show. So also today, uh, we're sponsored by the Harmony Equation, which is, of course, my own event. That's how much we attract sponsorship. (laughs) I just love myself that much. (laughs) One day, this show will be big enough to attract actual sponsors who pay me money. (laughs) In the meantime, I'm going to encourage you to buy my excellent stuff. Um, And the Harmony Equation in particular, which is coming up, if you're listening to this like the day it comes out, Uh, We've got one of these events coming up very soon. 
get yourself to the URL, um, which will be, of course, www.thehharmony.com slash harmony. That will get you there. Um, it's all about resolving conflict. It's an amazing tool with some MPA thrown in. Um, I use it with so many of my clients um, and I'd love you to come along, especially if you're some kind of therapist or coach and you're here and and you're interested in helping other people. It's a fantastic tool to add to your tool belt. And I'd love you to join me uh, for the half day event. There's two, uh, when I run it, I run it twice, uh, different time zones for different people. So you get to choose which of those you come along to. So check it out. There'll be a, a nicely produced ad about halfway through this show, giving you more details, but that's the sponsor of today. Um, and of course, I'll be referencing MPA. I've told you where you get hold of that. And also, I'll be talking a little bit when we get to the how-tos uh, about some of the frames that you learn if those people that go through MPA Mastery, which is our practitioner's training, um, get to learn like nearly now 40 different frames, uh, which are ways to apply in different circumstances, MPA, the MPA process and non-personal awareness, um, which means, of course, that those practitioners who are already certified will have access to all these things and can help you with that. But don't worry, I will be giving you stuff you can use based on just downloading the free sheet um, to help you to power up your positive memories. So that's the blurb. Let's dive in. We're going to start with a bit of a recap about memories and then talk about the gold mine, the vaults of your mind with those positive memories. So I'm going to do a very brief recap of some of the things we talked about last week. Um, if you want the full story, you can go and find it. You can, if you're on one of the many podcast platforms, you'll find it as well. The last episode, which will be episode 139. If you want to go straight to the show notes and you can listen to it on the show notes uh, again, um, beabrillianthuman.com slash 139. It's always the episode number in actual numbers, not written out <laughs> to find any episode. If you want to watch a random episode, pick a number uh, that's below this. Um, stick it after www.beabrillianthuman.com and you'll get to have a random show. <laughs> I'm, I'm off on one today, clearly. Um, so yeah, a quick recap. If you want to have it in detail, listen to episode 139. But Fundamentally, what are memories from a non-personal perspective? Um, so last week we were talking about history and I talked about how history isn't actually history. If you look at the energetics, the quantum physics of memory, even the way that um, those that study memory as you know, a chemical phenomenon, all these things, fundamentally, or you look at the spiritual side of it, it's all in the present. That's true of positive and negative memories. Um, but when it comes down to it, what we do is we personalize experiences to those times. Personalization means that you tie your identity to something. If, so in, in general terms, if someone says uh, something not very nice to you, like you're an idiot, um, if some part of you tags that and says, that's me, that is, you've taken it personally, then you'll live out the effects of that. Um, and the MPA process itself, of course, helps um, untangle that. Um, it unglues that that association and sets you free in that way. And then we also talked last time about how, in particular, negative or difficult memories, you can often form an identity around that. You, you can solidify the personalization. And I gave you some great ways to work with those 
um, negative or, or painful historic experiences with the MPA process. Now today, it's all about positive memories because a lot of the focus I've noticed in um, in this wonderful industry of self-awareness and personal development uh, is on the pain in the past, you know, uh, which makes sense because this it's so prevalent, of course, that we do tend to personalize our history. Um, it's about us after all, right? <laughs> Um, and so, and then a lot of the sort of psychotherapeutic models, you know, and if you go back to in, in popular awareness, the whole Freudian thing, the classic thing is uh, the joke about um, going to a, you know, psychiatrist is you're telling me about your childhood. You know, it's right. It's it's so embedded in, in our ideas of, of what makes us who we are. Um, but there, I don't think there's that much that's been looked at in terms of the power of what is stored in our positive memories. So how does that work? Well, sometimes our positive memories are alive in us and we live them today and it forms a positive thing. But where, where it's really interesting is where we kind of lock away. I said in the intro, it's like we, we put that gold in a vault and throw away the key because somehow it's in the past. That lovely stuff is forgotten, lost, um, not available anymore is the story we tell ourselves because we've specifically personalized it to that time period. So we can do this in lots of different ways. Um, I was kind of taught that this was a way to personalize things very early on in the journey of MPA and non-personal awareness. There was a client who came along um, and she sort of had this spiritual mission, if you like, to experience oneness. Um, that was her kind of expectation. That's what did she want from, you know, paying me money and, and spending time with me. Uh, and we did a lot of great work in that first session. Uh, but from her perspective, the way that she wanted to experience it, she had high expectations uh, or very specific, I wouldn't say high, very specific expectations about what that might look and feel like. Um, and she didn't quite get there in that session. But during that session, she talked about how she loved to dance. And um, I have spent a lot of time doing a particular kind of uh, dance called Five Rhythms. I love Five Rhythms. And it's sort of, I've got this sort of sense just to sort of say, well, you know, you love to dance. Maybe you want to try Five Rhythms. So off she goes and comes back for her next session. And she <laughs> she was like full of enthusiasm. Oh, my God, Joel, she said, it's amazing. So I did that Five Rhythms thing. And I felt at one with everything. I just felt that oneness. You were so right. She, uh, you know, enthused about it. And then she said the thing which really struck me of how we personalize um, a, a state or an idea to a specific situation. She said, I get it, Joel. I just need to go to five rhythms and then, then I can experience oneness. It's as if in that moment, I realized that she then in her mind somehow said, well, it's only <laughs> in the five rhythm space where I can feel oneness. So the rest of my life, hey, to hell with oneness. <laughs> I need to do five rhythms. You see how sometimes we lock two things together. That is actually a form of personalization. It's personalized the experience in this case of oneness 
to the activity of five rhythms. So why am I talking about this? Well, this is a, the exact mechanism that means we sometimes tie up specific states, abilities, um, access to certain patterns within ourselves, delicious, yummy states, um, to situations which are then in our past. So the great thing that I did with her in that, in that particular case, say, aha, well, let's do some MPA, which we did, which meant she could experience that uh, that oneness was not personal to the five rhythms and could expand it into other areas of life. In that same way, that's what we do when you've locked something away in a memory. You know, I used to be so happy. <laughs> used to be. <laughs> It's kind of a clue. Uh, I mean, it, in terms of the clues of where you looked away, I mean, I used to be so happy, free, whatever. It's like you've consigned that. You've personalized that to some historic circumstances. Um, I remember when. <laughs> I remember when I used to feel so free. Again, it's like those times, that history, um, they're positive memories, but somehow you've locked the experience of that into that past. So with a little MPA, and we're going to go into exactly how you can do that and different ways that you can do that, um, it's, it's been locked away in there. So another good clue for it is nostalgia. Any form of nostalgia, it's like this this kind of wistful looking to the past of when it used to be a certain way and it feels like you know that stuff was gone or isn't available and we have loads of stories right like age oh because of my age um or because of my circumstances you know yes but that back then i was happy because i didn't have responsibilities and a family and a that and i was free i could just go out on my chopper that's an old bike if you were raised in the 70s you'll know what i'm talking about um you know and just play on the building sites because we used to do that back then <laughs> um you know but now i uh, you know i've got responsibilities now, there's all sorts of reasons can come around it but fundamentally the mechanism is you've personalized the the experience or the state um or, or that liberty to that history so how does doing mpa make a difference well fundamentally if we go back to um the kind of the fundamental nature the non-personal nature of reality those states in the past let's happiness is a good example i was so happy back then um that particular happiness that there's that nostalgia for or that sense of loss of um is just an energy right now at the time we felt we could give ourselves permission to include ourselves in that vibration <laughs> We're part of that. We can have access to that because our various setup, our identity about who we are says that's okay. As we get older, suddenly our identity tells us, you know, because now we've got a job and a this and a that and the other, um, that tells us that we get to be excluded from it. So it's there back in the past. And one of the things that MPA does, there's, there's two ways that the MPA process works, either letting go of the yucky stuff. So that's where you said, you know, I'm an idiot. That's me. That is you hold on to it. Um, an MPA just opens the doors and let it pass so that you realize that's not you actually. And when you've done this thing where you've put it in the past or you've excluded yourself from experiencing that, you said, that's not me. That's the past me. That's not me now. Right. Uh, 
MPA is the same mechanism. It opens the doors and said, you know what? This is non-personal or as the quantum physicists say, it's non-local. It exists everywhere like the broadcast of radio waves and you can actually have access to it. You can include yourself in the vibration. So the expression of that energy might be different, but the experience of it is fully available. So you don't need to lock that stuff away in the past. In fact, there's probably loads of yummy stuff in your past, which you've then consigned to that, locked it away, decided that's not who you are now, and you can have some fun and play with um, really opening yourself to allowing yourself to be included in that vibration going forward. And we're going to get into how to do that. I'm going to give you some ideas of how you can um, how you can work with the MPA process to play with that and invite that more into your life. Um, Afterward, from our sponsor. This episode is sponsored by The Harmony Equation, our live online workshop where you get to discover the world's simplest tool for resolving conflict and help your clients find harmony. Now, if you've got clients that seem stuck, blocked and unable to move past certain issues, then chances are they have unresolved conflict and the approaches you've been using so far haven't hit the spot. Well, you're gonna love this event and you and your clients will love the truly unique, powerful and effortless way you can guide them to the resolutions they need once you have this tool in your hands. In fact, the work you'll learn at the event is so magical, I use it with nearly every client. As Ronnie, a previous attendee, says, you've created something very special and made it a simple and effective tool to cut out the complexities we add to our lives. The work you're doing really resonated with me and the work I'm now doing with my clients. So if you're a healer, a therapist, a coach, or do any kind of change work with clients, then this is an incredible tool to add to your skill set. So head over to www.thenpaacademy.com slash harmony and grab your spot today. That's thenpaacademy.com slash harmony to get all the details and join the Harmony Equation today. So if you listen to last week's episode, there'll be some crossover here in what I say, but it it bears repeating and there are some different nuances when it comes to working with positive memories that I want to highlight with you. So just like last week, I started off with probably my favorite technique for working with memories, which is dialoguing. You can dialogue with a memory. What does that look like? Well, last week with the painful memories, it's like going back. Imagine you can go back to that time and having a conversation with all of those parties that are involved with it. Uh, So that can be sort of fairly more or more obvious when it comes to painful stuff, because, you know, there's the maybe there's parental issues. There's issues with mom and dad and they were fighting and little little you was was upset. So you can talk to mom and dad and little you and, and all of those conversations become what we call a spew in MPA, which is just a natural expression from which within the MPA process, if you've downloaded the sheet, it says notice what pops out and then put what pops out exactly as it is into the six lines of the MPA process. Now that works the same with positive memories. Um, but often with positive memories, it, it's it's interesting. There can be times where there's a very clear, very specific memory, in which case you can do it exactly the same. You can go to that memory. So I talked about, you know, just going off being free on my chopper bike. 
um, you know, playing on the building site. I might go in my mind and, and meet that little me, you know, six, seven years old um, and have a conversation and go, hey, you know, what's going on? And he'd go, yeah, I feel amazing. Well, how are you feeling amazing? Well, he'd, he'd say to me what was going on. And from that, there would be something that popped out to give me access to it. That is a way to do it. But I think for the most of my experience with um, with general sense of nostalgia or when you hear things like I remember when or it used to be that I could, it can be actually very straightforward because you get a sense of what it is you're lacking. So in a way, it's like anything that you feel you used to have, it's like just have a sense of you can just get a sense of what is it that I feel I had that I don't have now. Now, the ways to spew there, um, to, you know, to get a sense of what, what's coming out of you, what it is, it might come in consciousness very clearly. Be aware that you're not putting some kind of um, somebody else's label onto the experience because you get words like, you know, um, I don't know, liberty, freedom, whatever. That may not be exactly the way you say it. That's why we talk about doing a spew. Um, one way you can do that is you just just either journal it out, you know, just go through the journal and write out what was that thing and then look at what it is that pops out to you from your journaling. And that will give you a clearer sense of how to connect in a, in a true way to, to the energy that you feel a lack of. Now, it, it's kind of a weird thing um sometimes it can be what makes sense but sometimes it doesn't necessarily make sense but when you do the process with it because that's what you'll end up doing is running it through the process saying the simple lines outline out out uh, out loud um with your keyword your phrase the thing you've picked up we call it a cookie cutter and mpa uh all as part of it you'll set out loud and then sometimes the thing that you've picked out that didn't make sense suddenly makes a lot of sense because it taps into the energy of, of what you're focused on so you can keep it quite simple with positive memories in that way and sometimes there are we get a sense about something but we're not quite clear what it is that's where either if you can access a memory you can then have that dialogue um, in in mastery there's a couple of frames that are specifically designed for this and they're very interesting because um, the main one that really deals with this is we call it the lost aspect frame in that there is a specific setup um, where you where you know if you're characterizing this that the, the way you would recognize this is as a client would literally be saying you know this lost part of me or um, a forgotten part it would be fairly clear and then the frame gives a syntax for how you can then go and help that client or yourself if you end up um, working with someone who knows how to do this accessing the specific aspect and getting very uh, clear on you know what is that energy what is the label for that energy all that really good stuff and the thing about those frames is that they help you expand beyond even memory so there's another frame that we do and this will give you an insight into how you can play with this which I call the other you frame because if you think about it everything is just energy and a lot of the time our experience is based on memory, but we also have experiences that aren't directly our own energy, right? So in that way, you still can do a thing where you uh, associate a certain experience with, say, somebody else. It's, you know, it's not me, it's it's them. 
Uh, and one of the ways we do that is we imagine that there's another us in some other universe <laughs> that somehow has access to this and we don't. Well, what you've done there is you've personalized it in a sense to this universe and that universe. Um, and you can use the same mechanism with whether you dialogue or whether you just get a sense of it uh, in any way, shape or form you, where you can get a sense of something that you feel you lack. You can use MPA to let it in. Even in the realm of fantasy, you know, it's like whatever you can imagine is actually available to you. Now, the super simple approach, which you can find on the sheet, again, if you go, if you haven't already got the sheet for MPA, go to www.thempaacademy.com and you'll see the quick start button there. Click that and you can just get hold of the sheet. And on the sheet, you've got Q1 and Q2. We talked about Q1, which is the the initial question for looking at what you're, um, what you're experiencing that's causing you pain. Q2 is more a question about what you're not experiencing. So it focuses on the things that you lack. If you just trust that, and then as a result of listening to this episode of the podcast, you understand that you're not limited to just a general sense. You can go to your past, you can go to other universes, you can go and um, what are you not experiencing uh, that Richard Branson is, <laughs> you know, um, and then follow the, the steps on the sheet. You do the spew, you find the cookie cutters, you go through the MPA process. It's a wonderfully simple way. Q2 on that sheet is often overlooked. It's so powerful for accessing resources that we have just excluded ourselves from. It's very, very simple and super powerful. So again, you know, I mentioned in the sort of intro, you know, this expands your happiness. We covered that with that, but it can open you to greater abundance. Again, we off we personalize that abundance, you know, the whole concept of it's the 1%, you know, and then the rest of us poor folk with no money, it's like, or, or, or no abundance or whatever. It's like we put it outside of ourselves. So you can focus on abundance, ask that question too, but focus on abundance. In relation to abundance, what am I not experiencing that I'd like to allow to come would be a, a way to, to really focus that, uh, that question, but to look at abundance, to allow more abundance to come in. So go get the sheet if you haven't got it already and, and have a play. So hopefully this little double of looking at memories and non-personal awareness and how they work together has inspired you to have some fun to go play to um, to use MPA in ways that can help you use your history positive and negative to come to greater freedom and peace in your life right now uh, as ever the show notes and there'll be links to all the things that I've mentioned uh, will be under the number of this episode 140 so human.com slash 140 to get to the show notes for today and there'll be links, um, obviously, from that page. You can get access to the MPA sheet from there. And also, if you've been listening and going, hmm, he's talking about MPA frames. How curious. Well, of course, the the Harmony Equation is a frame you can learn very soon. Go and check out that link, um, thempaacademy.com slash harmony. And if you're a someone who would like to become an M, a certified MPA practitioner, again, you'll find links for MPA Mastery there as well. So I hope you've liked this show. I'm looking forward to seeing you next time. I've got a couple of interviews coming up that I'm very excited about. 
so I will see you next time. And until then, have a fantastic time. Thanks so much for listening. If you've enjoyed this show, I'd love you to do me a solid and tell someone about it. They can find us on Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, and most other podcast platforms. Plus, if you visit the website, www.babrillianhuman.com, you can share the show notes to social media and make my day. Also, make sure you hit that follow button. And if you haven't yet downloaded the MPA process sheet, head on over to joelyoungmpa.com and get your free copy today. Big love and see you next time.